Hey, you found us. It's the Ben and Matt Sportscast. I'm Ben Glickson alongside Matt Story. And Matt is going to have to carry the show because my brother got married this weekend, so I don't know what's going on in sports. Matt, I heard there was a big golf tournament in Augusta. There was. There was. And uh, I guess we're supposed to believe that Sergio Garcia has been redeemed by winning this tournament. You could probably gather I don't believe that. Um, but he won, and good for him. Uh, long wait. And, uh, yeah, now we now we march on into the summer. So with, with Augusta done and Tony Romo officially a part of the CBS broadcast group, I yeah, think gonna, yeah. we can turn our attention to the thing that spring is most known for, and that's college football. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is in our minds, at least. So ASU is a couple practices and a televised scrimmage away from wrapping up spring. And if you read the media reports... It's Manny Wilkins at quarterback. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't really believe that yet. Uh, you know, if if we're still getting that vibe, you know, on uh, what what's uh, today's April eleventh. If we're still getting that vibe on August eleventh, um, then I might believe it a little more. But uh, yeah, I just you know, when you get a high profile transfer, you assume he's going to be the guy. Um, and that's still the assumption I'm working under. Where I land on this is kind of like last year with Nikhil Harry. And mm-hmm. we say these things because you can't anoint Blake Barnett. But maybe, maybe this is like Taylor Kelly, where you say these things because he really is the better guy, even though you expected yeah. someone else to win the job. It's it's possible, and, and you know, you and I have, have discussed this at least uh, via text. I know I've made this point that, you know, while I think Todd Graham recruited Blake Barnett to be the starter, um, everybody is, is very aware, I think they should be, least, that, you know, this is a big year for Todd Graham. He's had two down years in a row, and three down years in a row, usually you don't get a chance for a fourth. And, and so, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of um, whisper out there that he is on the hot And, you know, some people felt he should be on the hot seat last year. I don't think you or I did. Um, but I know I do this year, you know. And, and so you got to pick the best guy. you got to pick the guy who, you know, will give you the best chance to win. And if he does feel that that's Manny Wilk, he's got to go with that. I ultimately will be surprised if that's the case. Um, you know, with Barnett, we're, we're talking about mostly an unknown. We're talking about a guy who was highly regarded out of high school, redshirted, played, I think, you know, three games with Alabama last year. And, and in those three games, you know, never played more than a half of football. So we don't really know what he is. We're going off hype. Um, Manny Wilkins a little bit more of a we've, – we've seen him play. We've seen him play well and not so well. So – you know, we'll just we'll see what they ultimately decide and go from there, I guess. Well, your sources have told you, and I think it's probably accurate, that the plan for DSC is yeah. to get that red shirt year done. And yeah. and the yeah. hope is that Brady White will be ready by fall, maybe the start of fall yes. camp, more likely into the season. And then Could you be. have three yeah. guys, at least, between uh, DSC and taking snaps. And, of course, you got Ryan Kelly, who I think we all assume is going to redshirt. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think 
I think, you know, while you've got up to six, you know, quarterbacks that you could talk about, basically a two-man race between Wilk and Barnett to be the starter this year. Um, you know, White's health and, and Perkins' health pretty much excludes them. I think. I mean, we know Perkins is ever going to be for contact given his injury. Um, and, and even if he is when, you know, he was, he was kind of on the outside looking in last year, uh, you know, before Blake Barnett, before Ryan Kelly. So hard to believe he's a factor this year, you know, white could be, but again, his health is probably going to preclude that. And the other two guys I think are ticketed for wrench years. Sterling Cole was supposed to have it last year. I think they're going to try to make up for that this year. And yeah, Ryan Kelly, uh, you know, I think that's the plan now. Hey, we saw last year, you know, best laid plans always work out. We had three guys and, you know, all of a sudden we're down to, to the fourth guy uh, by, you know, week eight. So we'll see. But, yeah, I expect it to be one of those two guys. I'd be shocked if anybody else really factors come the fall. This week we got treated early on to stories about the receiver core and specifically the triumphant return of Frank Darby to the offensive side of the ball and, yeah. The, the inevitable 30-year wide receiver will make good story. This time it's Terrell Chapman. But Terrell the, Chapman, yes, yes. Who I might have forgotten about. I admit I have. Yeah, you know, I mean, we, it's really, we, uh, it's Harry, Jalen Harvey, and the two transfers. Yes, yes. I, I look for those guys to ultimately be the ones that, that you know, get the bulk of the playing time. Uh, again, with the two transfers were... We're talking much like Barnett. We're talking mostly based on you know we haven't seen him play. I think I think uh, I think Free played just a very little bit, and Newsom didn't play it. Maybe I have that wrong. So neither one has gotten many uh, many rep college, and obviously set out last year. So you know we'll see how good they are. We've heard good things, but um, you know as we know from following ASU football and probably any program, there's the same thing, but. You know, you, what you hear in March and April, you can look back on in September and October and think, well, what happened to that guy? Wasn't this guy supposed to be good? No, now he's not even playing. I mean, I think what you have to start with is Nikhil Harry, and yeah. the offense just needs to flow around that. I think the keys this year are, can the offensive line be effective? Because they weren't yeah. last year. No, I agree. And if so you would assume there's time for Harry to get open because by the end of yeah. last year, teams were rolling coverages at him. They were doing things to try to mess with him, and he was, you know, he was a veteran receiver. He didn't make, sure. you know, he didn't make mistakes and bad plays and let teams get in his head, and I, I think that we're just going to be very thankful that we have him for two more years. Agreed, agreed, yeah. I think he's definitely your your number one guy, and then you just hope the pieces fall in place around him. Like, you know, the beers we had Jalen Strong, where you had, you know, some other guys that fit in and it kind of, you know, it was kind of a, a rotating cast. One week be this guy, one week could be another guy. I, I think that's probably how it will work. Um, you know, I, it'll be interesting to see. So we got a, you know, we got a brand new offense. So will this offense factor the tight ends more than previous offenses? We haven't really had a, a real productive tight end since Chris Coyle. And that was 2012, I believe, was his last year. So, you know, I don't know if there's if there's somebody there, if that will be more of a factor. Will we get our running backs involved? Kalen Balaj has, you know, proven to be a pretty good pass catcher over his years. Um, so a lot of lot of different questions and, and some that we won't know until 
until we see this offense in play. You know, you can read all you want, talk all you want, but you know, this this is a different approach to the offense probably than what we've had under Graham. Yeah, I mean, in addition to Harry, I think the the three guys who you're most confident in are probably the three guys who are going to be sharing the ball in the backfield, Richard, Delage, and Ralston. I mean, Ralston in in short spurts gave you a lot. Yeah, yeah, I mean, plenty of experience there. I mean, a a load of, you know, to have have the two back who've basically, and, you know, starters or somewhat starters all three years you know i mean they they've uh they've been together since they came in and um apparently the you know relationship between the two of them has been frosty at times but they're still here and they'll they're still going along to finish it together so uh you know you just hope for better health both of those guys uh and really the offense as a whole i mean like you mentioned the offensive line the line was okay the first half of the year last year. It, it really started to break down due to injury. You know, by the by game 9, 10, 11, we were, you know, we were playing guys that we'd never heard of before that were all of a sudden starting. Um, you know, so you hope that the silver lining of that is you've got plenty of experience now. you got probably, you know, eight or ten offensive linemen who've started games coming back for you that, you know, will hopefully end up with a good, solid unit this year. Yeah, I'd I'd like to limit the amount of walk-on players starting on offensive yeah. line to maybe yeah. maybe zero might yeah not or true freshman you know I mean it I remember that Washington State game and and I'm I'm blanking on the names but I I was driving there at the start of the game listening to you know listening to it on the radio and they're going over the starters I'm like I don't even know who a couple of these guys are and you know we followed the team fairly closely and you know, we're not you know we're not. Uh, beat reporters but we certainly pay attention like man how are these guys starting so you know you just you hope that now again i mean it wasn't good last year but you hope the the positive you can take from that is you got plenty of guys who have game experience and and you know you had a group that was it was okay at the start of the year i don't want to say it was great um but you know it was passable at least um helped us get the five and one and then, you know, their injuries kind of coincided with the quarterback injuries and the offense just kind of broke down from there. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be interesting. And then on the flip side, you've got the the new defense. So not only are you bringing yeah. in a new offensive coordinator, but you're breaking in a new defensive coordinator and trying to uh, teach the old dog Todd Graham the new trick of staying yeah. and not, uh, yeah. you know, not ruining yeah, everything I, by uh, making audibles <laughs> – after the ball's been right. snapped. Right. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a fascinating year, it really is, because of bringing in new coordinators both sides. Neither one has coached under Graham before. So it's not like, you know, when we made the transition from Norvell to Lindsay and, okay, you know, yeah, he might bring his own spin things, and he did, but he's been there with him before. They have common, you know, coaching background. These guys really don't, you know, I mean, every coach you can find sort of, you know, six degree separation type of thing. But, you know, we're bringing in different philosophies out of necessity, especially on defense. Um, and and hopefully it will work, you know, and that's, God, I mean, that's probably a, a line that I'll say a lot over the next few months. Hopefully it will work because we, you know, we need it to. Um, but, you know, we won't know until September rolls around. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're definitely going to be in an interesting position here because you've got, um, you've got two new coordinators 
on, on both sides of the ball, and then you have the same special teams coach, but you lose the all-time leading kicker. You lose your consistent punter. Right, and right. You, yeah, know. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, you know, I know the, the kicker that we got, you know, the recruit from here is, is supposed to be very good. But, yeah. but you know, we, uh, the last, and this isn't fair necessarily, but, you know, the last kicker we got from the state, that was supposed to be really, really good blue chip recruit was Alex Garut. And by the end of his career, he was just kicking off. Zane Gonzalez was the place kicker who was, you know, unheralded. So never know with kickers. Kickers are, are a strange breed. Holy, the kid is as good as, as he's supposed to be. Um, but, you know, it's, it's a strange position to project because Zane Gonzalez was not expected to be anywhere near as good as he ended up. And on the flip side, Garut was supposed to be, you know, blue chip all of it, and he wasn't. Yeah, one well, and on the punting game, you know, Metcalf did a nice little piece about the fact yeah. that Michael Sleep Dalton is a part of the long line of Australian rules football players turned college punters. Yeah, um, apparently can can punt with both legs. Apparently, so that's that's uh, intriguing at the very least. Get you know, gives a guy like Todd Graham who loves to, you know, get in the workshop and do weird things. Uh, you know, that plays into his hands. I mean, if nothing else, I like the idea of you can't guard against him rolling out the other way. Right, you know. right, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it'll be interesting. Um, obviously, you know, if the offense goes the way we hope, then we won't see much of him. That'd be great, you know. If uh, if if halfway through the season or all the way at the end of the season, we say, "Boy, that punter, we didn't talk about him much." That's exactly what you want. Yeah, and then on the defensive side of the ball, you know, the secondary is going to be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a nice way to put it. It's been interesting the last couple of years. Um, uh, interesting in the sense of like watching a horror movie. Um, so hopefully it'll be a little bit better this year. Uh, we just, you know, I, we, God, I mean, I've said this so many times. I, you know, I could probably just push repeat on past, but you know, we just need them to be salvageable. You know, we we, we don't need to be you know the Seattle Seahawks of 2013. We just need to be ASU of 2013. That wasn't a great secondary. But it was good enough to win ten games and get to the Pac-12 championship game. And, you know that's that's really the level we need to get to. Yeah, I mean, it, we made it. Uh, we we've made it scary back there, but yeah. you know you're gonna have yeah. two Perry brothers along with Kareem Moore. Um, you know, I, I apparently the Jamarcus Rhodes experiment has ended with him now playing linebacker and and apparently yeah. starting at Spur, which. When you can't yeah, make it onto the well, field in the secondary, but you're starting at linebacker, that's not great. I know, but that's that's Todd Graham defenses. We've heard this before. You know, the guy, the guy who you know is struggling in one position. All of a sudden, we've got a great thing for him, and more often than not, it hasn't worked out. But you know, again, I'm gonna say it again. Hopefully, it will work. I mean, our linebacking core right now, the starting linebackers, I believe. Are Sam and Calhoun, which yeah, Christian which Sam played. Be a if, if Christian Sam can play, we're in good shape because yes. I like Calhoun. Yes. I like what he brings. And then yeah, Crump or Ball, yeah, and, and Rhodes, and that just depends which on if I you feel put okay Crump about. on end or not. Right, right. I mean, you know, Crump had a very nice year as a pass rusher. Obviously, he's kind of a a bit of a trick pony type of guy, but that's okay. You know, I mean, there are guys who. There are guys who are in the Hall of Fame, essentially, one-trick ponies if they can rush the passer. So um, hopefully he can do that. And, 
and you know give us a, a legit pass rushing because we we've, we've struggled in that department too and that you know it, it all plays into the same thing that that hurts your secondary when you can't rush the passer you get problems in the back end too yeah and up front you've got smallwood in his final year and wicker um yeah and then a lot of hope. You know, you've got guys who you've brought in, Doug Suttle, Christian right. Hill, guys who you would hope can make it work. Hope seems to yeah. be a theme. This is like <laughs> this is like episode four of Star Wars. Every season for ASU, it's a new hope. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, that's the you know that's the beauty of April. Every every fan base right now is is talking themselves into. Well, if this happens and if this happens and if this guy works out and if these coaches work out, uh, you know, we can have a good season. And, and some will and some won't. You know, we've we've been on both ends of it just in the last few years. We had these conversations in the spring of 2013, and by God, it pretty much worked out for us. And then we had them in 2015, and it didn't work out. So, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, that's the that's the fun of it. But, yeah, I mean, a lot of it is is, uh, you know, Putting, putting a lot of hope that things will improve from where last year. And then I think the biggest point is, you know, Todd Graham's got to get this team back because they did quit at the end of last year. I don't think there's much dispute about that. By that Arizona game, they had given up, and you saw it, the effort. And, and so now he's got to prove he can rally this team back together, which he did very well his first three years. And, and so this is a, it's a test for him. Absolutely. Well, the spring games this weekend, it's on Pac-12 Network. You're not going to learn anything from it, but it'll be fun. Uh, right, right, exactly. Matt, before we go, NHL playoffs are about to start. I don't know anything about it, but I'm going to pick the Penguins to win. Um, okay, well, I'll go Blackhawks. Neither one of us going out on that much of a limb. Um, you know, take, take teams who've won recently. That seems to be a, a decent way to go about it. Yeah, and then uh, NBA playoffs, we're about to get all the final stuff set. So next time we talk, we'll do our NBA playoff preview. We're going to do an NFL Sounds draft good. preview. You know, it's yes. going to get busy at the Ben and Matt Sportscast. Yes. So that's right, right. Get, get ready, because before we hit the summer doldrums, there's a lot of stuff. There is, absolutely. Until the next time, he's Matt. I'm Ben, Ben and Matt Sportscast.